0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On About Bar podcast and season three. How exciting! Uh, Yes, I took a little hiatus, had some time off because, frankly, I felt like I needed it. And Bangkok was still in a lockdown, so it was a bit hard. But we're back, and we have the wonderful Symphony joining from Campari Group today to talk about Negroni Week and her role in Southeast Asia. So, guys. I hope you're keep keeping well. Season three is going to be a really epic uh, show going ahead. We've got some great guests coming on already. Uh, I'm really excited to share it. And yeah, as always, um, it'd be really good if you can sort of head over to our channels on Facebook. We have the Beverage Network Facebook group where you can join and be part of the community, ask questions, uh, and we do a load of cool Q&A stuff. So yeah, you can search for that Beverage Network on Facebook. What I would recommend, if you really want to follow the show, is subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or any of the other major podcast providers that are available. Um, Yeah, and that's pretty much it, guys. So enjoy this show with Symphony, grab yourself a Negroni, and talk to you all soon.
1: Benjamin Franklin once said... In wine, there is wisdom. In beer, there is freedom. And in water, there's bacteria. No bacteria here. This is On The Back Bar, hosted by Christopher Manning, an industry expert, author, and bartender who's been in the industry for over a decade. On The Back Bar is your gateway to talking to the people behind the scenes at bars, distilleries, and vineyards around the world we'll talk to the experts in the industry about future trends people spirits cocktails wine and everything else so kick your feet up pour your favorite drink and hang out on the back bar this is christopher menning
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On About Bar podcast. We are up to episode forty nine. Uh, we've got a special guest here today, celebrating Campari and Negroni week, and we have the wonderful Symphony Lou of Campari Group. How are you?
2: I'm very good, Chris. Thanks for having me here.
0: That's a pleasure. Yeah, and um, so this episode's going live tomorrow, which means we're halfway through Negroni week. How's it been for you so far? Wow, it's
2: exciting. It's different. Um, well, um, Negroni Week has been the, this year, the nine years, right? And, and, and celebrated um, um, by most of the bartenders and everyone else in, in the world. Um, this drink by itself, um, just one of my favorites and many of the bartender favorites, I could say. So, um, so far I'm feeling really great seeing many people um, enjoying Negroni especially in the Negroni Week, um, and doing their own creations, celebrating the classic Negroni. Um, yeah, it's so good. And, and I'm enjoying myself later.
0: Good, good. <laughs> well, I know we're in a difficult position with Thailand. We're still kind of on a mini lockdown. But I think there's light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully next yes. month. But I know you've been busy with virtual masterclasses, right, in other countries. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, that's why I did not mention yet. Yes. <laughs> um, well, um it's a weird time, and then we have to do it differently in Thailand. Um, and of course, we are not allowed to 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 um celebrate that ne- cheers with that negroni publicly. But however, the virtual classes has been um, um also the successful. Activations. I could I could say maybe a series of the activations, right? So last week we did with the uh, live trade um Negro New week with different speakers. We had Barney um 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 from Taipei. We have also Indra from Singapore, as well as Daniel from Spain. So three of them speaking differently, um, um in this Negro New week live talk. I mean, t- um, because one of the things that we 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 want to also do it um for this time, especially Niguani way, because some of the country are still locked down, like Thailand, like Vietnam. Hence, we do not just want to talk about Niguani. Of course, we're going to talk about Niguani, right? But we also want to share some inspirations, share some um, best practice. What if down? what can you do? in this Negroni week. So some, some country will be doing bottle cocktails, some country doing dessert with campari, like a Negroni pie, and so on. So I think weird timeline, um, it gets us more creative um, and I, um, I'm really um, impressed by that. And yesterday we did one um, with consumer. So last week one was with bartender. So um, the last night we did with consumer, really just making Negroni um, in front of the laptop in my bedroom, you know. <laughs> so what's was different. But yet, like I say, um, um, still, we always will find a new way to celebrate Negroni Week.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> Have you tried that Campari pie? That sounds so uh, interesting.
2: Not yet, but I, I hope the, uh, the team from Indonesia will send it to me yeah, <laughs> if yeah. you're listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Sim, I, we've got a lot to chat about and um, we had a brief discussion before about your sort of your history and career. And I was really surprised mm. that, you know, hospitality has been in your DNA from a young age. And yeah. I'd really love to sort of jump in at that start yeah. and hear about your journey
2: oh wow um well, um yes definitely i have to say apart from Nigoni, uh, sorry apart from Nigoni, in my blood hospitality definitely is is something that i admire and respect a lot um since i was um a little kid right so um my mom was a teacher and but what um Really inspire me is the family member who, uh, who owns a lot of different type of restaurants. I mean, well, if you are familiar with the Hainanese chicken rice, right? So my auntie owned um uh, one or two restaurants of that, and then I was always very um excited when I go to the um the restaurants because I could see different actions, right? Some people serving food, some people preparing food, some people washing the dishes, some people preparing the beverages, tea, right? And so, you know, there are so many different actions in, in one place and it got me really um, inspired. I, I want to be part of it, right? So um, I think since I was 13 years old, I um, secretly... Uh, work part-time um, at one of the restaurants. My father did not like it. Um, but yet, I, I was so ins- insist that I really want to learn. So, I started as a dishwasher, um, um, learned from the bottom, and until my my auntie said how to cut a chilli, and more and more, how to even cook chicken broth, and so on and on. Even I got to be a waitress, right, so, and to take um, the order and to take the blame when the food was not up to standard or get the uh, compliment when the food are amazing, right? So for me, so many different actions, so many feedback, so many um, situation you will face in, in f and especially that time. And when I was a bit older, and, um, I was 16 years old, I, I, I actually started to work in the s- shoe store, right, selling shoes. And afterwards, I helped a friend to set up a pub, legally or not illegally, uh, you judge by now, right, right? so <laughs> okay. just helping. Mm-hmm. And, and that time, I learned how to make a Long Island iced tea, I know about sangria, um, all the, the old school, what we call, cocktails, right, so it got me really, um, every time when I go to work, every time um, I get to make um, um, a drinks, right, every time I get to serve a customer, it get me really excited um, in a way like ins- inspired um, to want to do more, to want to um, do extra amount, so yes, you're right, I mean, <laughs> I mean hospitality is it's just part of my DNA, and and I decided after my high school, I want to continue doing it. So um, I um, got my diploma in hotel management. And and I was wondering, how can I learn more? How can I do differently? And how can I see more challenges outside the operations? So um, I decided to... to um, to further my study in Switzerland, so I specialize in this hotel design and project management. People are like, what is this? Right. It's really more on the uh, specializations on pre-opening,
0: mm.
2: on knowing um, how to open a business, what you don't see, well, the operations, you know, what is the challenges, what is a critical path and so on. Oh, and then um, I graduated. yes. Wink. Um,
0: Congratulations. <laughs> thank you.
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't want to reveal my age, but that, that was a few years ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and and I, um, I joined Four Seasons Singapore. Yeah, and, Brilliant. And, okay. and really great company. And I, 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 I was the um, supervisor on the floor. And, and the, the manager realized that, hey, you like to drink. <laughs> Of course, I enjoy one or two drinks, definitely. Um, you know how to make uh, one or two drinks, like long island iced tea, vodka soda, sanglia, mm. as I mentioned, but not professionally. Right? I say, I do agree. And um, um, that time, I got very lucky. Um, um, they sent um, a trainer, who is the head bartender of the Javier de la Moilas from Spain, um, to train me for nearly two weeks. Every day, sixteen hours of in the hotel, just twelve hours, just to mix water, just on technique. Yes. Wow. Yes, I mean that's some
0: pretty hardcore training. (laughs)
2: It is. I mean, imagine in two weeks you need to be knowing what you are doing, right? Mm. I mean, always people say trust your bartender, right? So (laughs) that time I have that goal, right? So Mm -hmm. two weeks, so every day twelve hours, um, uh, just mixing the water not even had the chance to to mix alcohol right? right and and also 12 hours of just shaking the ice and 6 hours of just um doing the theory you know like mm-hmm. classic cocktails remember all the 180 classic recipe you know so that was tough but i graduated from the 2 weeks course and i became a barback in the um in in a bar and as I share with you, my dad did not talk to me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and when even worse, I say, hey, dad, I would like to become a bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I left four seasons. Um, no hard feeling. I still love the company. I joined the Cuffling Club. Mm-hmm. I say, I want to be part of it because that time Cuffling Club was one of the highest volume um, cocktail bar in Singapore. And that was fun. I learned about speed. I learned about SOP. I learned about uh, conversations because I th- I really thought bartending is just not about making drinks. Mm-hmm. It's very important, to be honest. It's about conversations. Imagine you have sixty of them in front of you. How can you get hold fifty nine of them waiting for that one drinks, right? So, right. Um. Yeah. I started from that, and and I joined. Um, Neon Pigeons, um, as a bar manager, continue doing pre-opening. And that was when I actually um, do um, what I learned in the school, right? So, and yeah, like I say, that that, that few years really got to um, the point that I was saying that I want to do more and, and what's next, right? And, and, and that was when I actually do more and more openings, with the group with Neon Pigeons, um, what they call it right now, Dandy Collections, and three years ago I signed with Campari. I think, I think they hire me because I just make too many Negroni and drink most of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good qualities to have in that yeah. position. Yeah,
2: definitely. Totally. <laughs> definitely, I I think it's true, right? And yeah, um, as I say, I just I just celebrated the third year of anniversary with Campari Group. Three days ago.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Congrats on that.
2: No, thank you. I mean, I, I mean, for me, I, I love the, um, I mean, I love the drink. Not just love the drink. I love the brands, right? It's mm. important. I think since the first job that I mentioned until the, the the current job, um, I love them with my heart. I couldn't think about one day that I, I go to work or I start working and hating my job. Mm-hmm. I think some days you do have that kind of feeling. Like, "Ah, I'm going to do it again. But yet, you think about it, right? That's just one of the day, right? Mm -hmm. And it's important to have that kind of day because that got you motivated. How can I do better tomorrow, right? So I think every day I wake up and say, wow, I love my brands, the brands. I love the job and I'm doing it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I think that's that's what got you to um, what got us to, to what you just mentioned, is the, is the DNA. Like the, for me, from the restaurants, from the hotel, from the cocktail bar to until the brands, all of them, they are hospitality, and they are all in my in my DNA. It's in my in my blood. So it got me really motivated every day. Yeah.
0: Good. I mean, that's great to hear. I know we were talking earlier about the misconceptions about uh, what a BA is, mm. and what, actually, <laughs> what you actually have to do in a normal job. So maybe we can talk about uh, your role because you help manage the brand across Southeast Asia, yeah. which is a large area, um, but you do a lot more than just brand ambassadorship, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think, yes. I mean, I think just now we shared about it, right? Um, brand ambassador role... I mean, don't get me wrong if you're listening, that I feel like brand ambassador role, um, especially with myself, um, there's no wrong or right here. Um, the, the job descriptions could be very different, person by person. Um, let's say I see my friends, good, uh, good friend Charmaine doing hand and me doing Campari and some friend doing monkey shoulders or some friends doing um, Glenn Grant's um, um, whiskey in Campari group. We all have different way of carrying out our job because the brand identity is, is different. It can't be the same, right? And before I became a brand ambassador, I literally had no idea what brand ambassador uh, is actually doing. I know I went to the class. I love it. I love the brands. And when I got the job offer, I asked myself, um, how can I define this, this role? um is it depends on how many people come to the master class is it depends on how many people use the brands right so of course this is the start right you want people to come to your master class you want people to come to your your workshop and you want people to use your brands to put in the menu right so i think that was the foundations i did of course there was also discussed and agree with, him, with my manager right so Good start, and how can we do more? So along of my way, the past three years, every year has been um, different because, of course, for the one 18 months um, with the COVID had a little bit different um, um, directions. Yeah, so, definitely. well, and I think that for the first part of my BA role, I I define my, my role as in, okay, I want people to, to love the brands. Very important. I want people to use the brands, but I want to define how can, I, um, how can I educate them how to use the brand and use it a long time, mm. right? I mean, the thing about it, I do not... I mean, when I was a bartender, when people asked me what was Campari, I can't tell them like, created by Gaspar Campari in, in Milan and so on, right? They will be like, what is this bartender doing so I want everyone who comes to my class or my workshop afterward not just knowing the technique of that not just saying the brand of course they want to know what is the ingredient don't ask me now Chris Uh, (laughs) I won't be on the spot (laughs) so so of course they want to know right Mm. that is part of that but what I want to do is the bartender got out from the from the master class and workshop they was like they will be like, I am so motivated. I want to list this brand in my menu and I want to be able to use these brands to make drinks for my customer, Mm -hmm. right? And in Kampari Group, we have uh, more than 40 different brands and we have more than 100 different SKU products. So we have so many of them. That's a
0: lot. Yeah, I didn't expect that.
2: (laughs) Yes, I mean, we just um, lately had more mezcal in our portfolio. We mm. just lately have champagne, right? So, I mean, that is the key, right? We can't just ask the bartender or anyone to love just the brand. It's to know how to use a brand. And by knowing how to, how to use a brand, you will love the brand. I mean, look, if you don't know how to use something, you wouldn't like them more. You'll be like, ah, it's okay. I will use it one day and I will, because I don't know how to use one month later, so I will leave, it, leave them aside. So my objective was in the beginnings, until today is people use the brand and they will know how to use the brand. So just now I was before, actually before I came here, I was doing a masterclass for uh, for Indonesia. So um, um, for different bartender floor staff And the F&B director was asking me these questions because I was sharing the Negroni family tree. I was sharing the inspirations, how to use this classic twist, um, different cocktails or different type of uh, Negroni. Um, He asked me these questions like, what are you, um, I mean, what are you not recommend to mix with Campari?
0: Hmm.
2: It was a very good question. It got me like, Wow, no one asked me these questions before. Right. They always ask me what goes better with it, mm-hmm. and I just say, "Look, there are certain product or a uh, or category." I say, "Not to mix with Campari," mm-hmm. but my all my um, in, intentions, all my advice, will be like try everything with Campari. Right. Then so he asked me, "How about spicy?" And I show him of some of my tweets, but of course I say use any flavor, umami, spicy, or so on. And you should not limit yourself thinking campari is just bitter. You should think about campari as bittersweet. You should think campari as something can be sweetener. It could be when, um, if you have not tried campari by its own, do it <laughs> responsibly. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so I think, I think that is how. How I see my job, like, how, of course I would not advise people not to do anything with Kampari. For me, it's more like how can you do more than just nigori? How can you do more on just using the nigori? I think that's one part, right, it's about training and so on. So a lot of my daily job also is, um, um, I think two years ago, um, we launched, we we built um um educational platform online mm-hmm. because we thought that that is also very important, like what you did. Not today now right it's very important everyone has a phone mm-hmm. so um, a handful educational system is is also essential so we built these uh, applications called Kampai Academy Online so um, that was big part of my of my role until today so um, I launched to India and Vietnam and so on we can launch in all the Southeast Asia cool. um, okay. uh, by the end of the year so like what I mentioned, right, so as you can see here, I'm doing a lot for education, mm. right? Because covering different parts and, and of course, I work with a lot of partners, um, hotel group closely um, um, to build their beverage program. Um, not to not to micro, of course, I mean, to help them because, as I mentioned, I want them to be a long-term um, um I don't want to use long-term drinker, of course, uh, long-term. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, want, I want to make sure that they will always come back to think, how can we use more compared? How can we use more of Aperol? How can we use more of Wild Turkey, right? So um, providing a lot of um, education, I think is really part of my, my role every day. Yeah.
0: Okay, the education platform, is that free to use? Uh,
2: well, it's free to use, but mm-hmm. also selected partners, right? So at this moment, um, um, in Southeast Asia itself, as I mentioned, we launched through our distributor partners. So right. yes, um, because I think one thing, I mean, I can do training for trades, right? But who teach our salespeople? Who teach our distributor? It's very important. They also have to love your brand and know how to use your brand before they go out, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, a BA is only one person, a me, right? We have also one local BA in Thailand, one in Singapore. We're only one person. How many people that we can see every day and engage and sell the product? So we need our distributor really loving the brands, um, sell the brand like they really love the brand and know how to use it. So um, currently, we only um, use it on our distributor partners. So... 2022, next year, which is um my visions and company visions that hopefully we can roll out to bartenders. Okay. Yeah. So, Good. Um, I mean...
0: Hold uh, on for that, guys. Yes. <laughs> I mean,
2: I'll let you know when uh, this roll out. And, and that it's, it's going to be exciting. I mean, it's not all about being a bartender in this platform because, as I mentioned in the b- very beginning, it's very important to know about basic Right? I mean, if you want to know about Campari, then we need to know about what is category of Campari. Some people have argument, it's a bitter or it's amaro or is a aperitif. Here we go, right? So that is a basic that we need to learn, right? And it's gins, London dry gins are different kind of gins. Mm-hmm. Whiskey, you have bourbon, you have single malt. There's so many different things that people still wondering.
0: Um, I'm going to sound really stupid. Here. It is a bitter, right? <laughs> Uh, am a, I
2: right? In thinking? It is a bitters. Yes. You had me
0: thrown for a bit. I was like, wait, <laughs> am I getting through? <laughs> no, okay.
2: it's, it is a bitter. but yeah. under bitter also a category, right? You hmm. have digestive, you aperitif, right? So we 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 compare under the category of bitters, and can under the category of bitters, the aperitif, gotcha. right? Okay. I have I mean you get what I mean? Because when we do master class, we need to do like okay, we have bitters, we we have. Five beaters in our portfolio, and if I say five beaters, everyone no, it's not five beaters. It's five Amari, you know. So people will. It is also a good questions to start with, right? Um, and we also have. Avena in, in Campari Group, right? Is, uh,
0: yes, I love that actually. Oh yes, yeah, I mean uh, really good.
2: drink by itself, it, it's as it's a digestive, right? So imagine I have so mm-hmm. many different brands under um uh, campari group. Um as I say, we can't just love one brand. And, right. and and I think we we touched on that before, right? Um I had people who come came to me and said, I want to be BA. I want to be Campari BA. Mm. And I asked just one one t- reason, right? Why do you want to be Cambari BA? Um, no one had, had mentioned this because I love Campari. No one has th- said that. And that was they caught me by su- surprise because I thought people will will sell me for that.
0: Yeah. You think <laughs> so, right? Because you that's kind of like the key point of the job, you know, if yes. you're going to be the face of a brand, you have to love the brand.
2: Yes, yeah. uh, it, it's it's like what did I said just now, right? Um, it's like your girlfriend or your boyfriend, <laughs> right. your husband or your wife, um, because you need to talk about them every day. Imagine you have to talk about them every day. If you don't like something, how can you talk about them every day, right? So, mm-hmm. and and that's what um, a brand ambassador, um, I think. Um, um not should have but definitely it's good to have right if you, uh, you don't want to be talking about something that you never like or, or or so on I mean I still talk kampari like um like, like my love of my life, yeah, maybe my husband is a bit jealous here, but <laughs> yes. I mean, he knows that. <laughs> right, so so Second place. Yeah. Who? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> <You mean> Philip. <laughs> right. So I think I think that is what got got us like what I say, right? Um mm. also you mentioned how how am I different um um in my role as a BA. I don't think I mean I have seen so many great BA and I also got inspired by so many great BA. Mm. They share Product with with knowledge. This this what something that I'm I'm every day working on because knowledge is never never enough. I mean I have found americano. Um, I mean americano is Campari vermouth and soda. You guys are symphony Why do you have to mention this? But few days ago or a week ago, I found it in another book. Actually, americano actually have a cognac inside. You know, you never know. And right. and there was another book. There is Branca in Americano cocktails, even one with angustria bitters. Mm. Right. So there are so many. And imagine that someone will come to me and ask me this. Yeah. Right. So.
0: (laughs) um, I think you'll probably find this too. Like we're obviously, I mean, the industry is very close now. We're all very educated these days. And I think a lot of people do know basics, but there's a lot of bad information out there as well. If you Google cocktails, yes. sometimes there's some terrible articles and recipes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who writes this stuff?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't use the word terrible, <laughs> but <Right.
0: laughs>
2: I have not tried. Let's just say it that way. If I try, I just forget. If yeah. I if not, um, if not too enjoyable. <laughs> um, I mean, and even even to say that, right? Not just bartenders, they are educated nowadays. The consumer. Yes, true. They are so. Um, uh and educated even I could should use the word, even better, um uh, educated after the lockdowns. <laughs> they became Bro, yeah. bartenders at home because they can't go to the bar. Now they know how to stir cocktails and and so on. So I had these conversations with in the my Nigoni Live Talk with Daniel, right? I mm. said what is the micro trends that you see after the COVID, right? I want to know because that will help me to build different topic on you know, with my virtual sections, right? And and to inspire the different bartenders. And he actually say like consumer are right now so educated. Mm. Um, they maybe go to the bar for the drink, but mostly not anymore. Uh, of course, yes, one of the reason, main reason, but it's for conversations. Mm. But for uh, for 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 service, right? So um, it's very important that. That a bar or bartenders has that heart of want to make good drinks. Has the heart that okay, um, they are educated, they know what they want. How can we make better, mm. right? So, so I think I think that is one thing that I I I definitely had a thought with it, right? And then whenever I do any masterclass, not just focus on how to make good negroni. But also, how to make a different Negroni, how to make different drinks based on the preference, based on the vice. Um, I think Just now the Masterclass really got me inspired because um, the FMB director actually asked me this question as well. Um, he has a lot of good questions uh, uh, to crack my, my brain. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. like, how do um, the staff, because Indonesia has definitely Different clientele in when it comes to drinks, right? And he, he, he was like, How could um, the staff recommend Campari to the guests? And I asked him these questions Do you drink Campari by yourself? I mean, <laughs> no, right? Not every day, <laughs> mm. right? So we, n- we can never um, recommend Camp. I mean, we can definitely. Some people drink it by itself. I do enjoy it sometimes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Um we can't we can um just recommend Campari by itself especially for people never tried it before.
0: I think you'll scare more people off, right? Cuz it, it's such a unique it taste. It's scared me um, before. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. I think you have to have a mature palate for it.
2: Correct. Yes, yeah. definitely, right? I mean, um even many products, not just Campari. I think of True. course it always depends on different liqueur and so on, right? And yeah. I say it's about the moments. And I would definitely say Campari um, or apparel in our portfolio as well. They are two men to 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 enjoy as a cocktail recommendations. I say, mm-hmm. I say yes. You can actually drink um, Campari by itself. Shake it. They call it Campari Shakerato, right? And and shaken Campari. Then you can drink it. And that's how not to ruin the first Campari experience to your guests. So <laughs> right.
0: I think that's a good one.
2: I think. Uh, yeah, like I say, it's, it's, it's important to know what your guests want. And it's important not to ruin the first experience, not just um, recommend comparing. Like I say, the first question on how or why you want to become a BA, right? How not to ruin that first very important questions, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I think that got me thinking a lot and, and I hope I can inspire more people to, to, to know about this, right? I think the first question First experience is so important, right? Um, the simplest it is, the better, right? If you overthink it, you will, you will not do it. When I want to become a bartender, I told my dad I want to be a bartender. And of course, he didn't talk to me for six months, which is fine. <laughs> it will turn around. But I mean, just really, really be straightforward to what you want to do, right? I mean, you want a BA, you want a clear directions. you want to continue building a bar, what you want to do. podcasts are like you yeah mm-hmm. and so on. You know the really the straightforward is is, is the most simplest, yeah?
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I think because it's a Negroni week we should probably talk about that a little yes. bit. Yes. Um <laughs> it'd be great to hear about some of the activations you're doing across the region. Mm-hmm. Um sadly we can't do them here, but I'm sure when the bars are open up again we'll we'll go for a Negroni somewhere.
2: We'll make it out for but, a few in Thailand. <laughs> yeah.
0: But also it'd be nice to hear about um some of the twists you've you've heard of. Um, you know, the twists of the Negroni cocktail. Any that have stood out for you or anything unique?
2: Hmm Well, I um well. Um I share to share love about Nigoni to everyone. Um, I have to say, um, I'm um, Bunny's creations because um, mm. she actually was. I mean, she is the first Asian bartender got featured in the global Negroni Week um inspiration booklet, I I mean, Good why do Bunny. yeah? I mean, I mean, she's amazing. I mm. mean, I am a big fan of Bunny. Um,
0: a lot of bunny love here, yeah, <laughs> she's great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, um, well, why do I say that and why do we, um, why do I so proud of it, right? Because um, um, obviously we is we, uh, an Italian brand and of course, um, um, many times that we got a lot of feature from Europe, right? And me and my colleague really fought very hard to get an Asian bartender to be featured in these global booklets. Mm. Um, and when we, had, we, we really pushed through and when got, Barney got, uh, got the green light to be featured, it was the most amazing feeling because, look, part of the beer job is not to be out every day, but also to push someone else to be out every day there, right? And, right. and then, uh, we were so happy that she was out there. She got featured in this book. And, and this recipe that she made really bring the inspirations of what she is. Um, um, so she's Koreans, right? And then um, now she's she used to base in Singapore and then she moved to Taiwan, Taipei and she opened her own bar. So she really got inspired by her traveling in, 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 in Asia and um, working in Asia and she wanted to also remind that um, Negroni, Negroni can be twisted with Asians' profile. So, but she didn't take away the DNA of Negroni. This is what I like about it because I mean, um, I have seen many twists of Negroni when the Kampari don't know where is it anymore, but they still call it Negroni. Don't right, yeah. I'm sure you guys see <laughs> your face right now, and you'll be like, mm, maybe <laughs> agree. Oh, don't get me wrong; the white Negroni is different things, but like mm. you know, we have seen so many good creations. But when they, when there is not Negroni at Negroni anymore, right? So, mm-hmm. what I like about her creation is um, keeping that. DNA of Negroni, um, uh, it's called layback Negroni, and then I was asking, is it that layback, like? Not that one. Down to try like, <laughs> No sim, no what you did in Neon Pigeon before. <laughs> and I'm kidding. So, <laughs> um, it is about relaxing and having that Negroni, right? So, um, she used the inspirations of the opal, uh, using a that rye whiskey and sweet vermouth, a bit of chocolate bit um liqueur. Mm. And um, 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 putting a, b- a bit of sea salt. And this is what I like about it. Um, I like drinking with a bit of umami taste as for saltiness, right? I mean, I don't, yeah. don't use it. I mean, um, um, not just coming from a sea salt. So she, she used the uh, sesame uh, caviar as a garnish. So it's a drink that is full of complexity. And mm. I have not tried yet, but I can imagine myself having it like lay back and having that.
0: Make yeah, I can, I can I can taste it already actually. Yeah. Salt is such a great ingredient in cocktails. Yes. A lot of people don't use it. I mean, salt, you know, it's a flavor enhancer. Chefs use it all the time. Yeah. But it just one little drop like if you dilute it, it can just change a cocktail.
2: Correct. I mean, I mean that that, that that's what I love about it, right? And and people um, I mean, I can't say but in a worried uh, afraid of putting salt, but it's just not a common ingredient that used by by bartenders, right? Mm. And I think that sort. I mean, talk about this is. I mean, sometimes got me interest. Um, interested to talk about it more because I always like to do that. I mean, one of my creations. I mean, Negroni. I I like to use the olive brine, right? To get a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, saltiness mm. doesn't only come with uh, salt. It could be with other ingredients, right? True. Pickers. Um. With meat fat, I mean, some people do it right. A lot of people do fat wash. That's where the umami yeah. coming through. There's so many different um, um, creations on that. I have seen so much um, fat wash Negroni before. Negroni before. Yeah, like, I did it, it with.
0: Um, I I used to make oh. it all the time. I did oh. a coconut fat wash gin and oh. I made a Negroni like that. Um, delicious oh, wow. actually because it's a subtle flavor.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm. why. I mean, I, this is how I like it. The fat wash and 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 we can talk about the whole day about that. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, there's so much stuff here yeah, with Negronis. Um, and obviously, we've got a while to go with Negroni Week. Do we have anything else coming up
2: Well, that people um, can be excited for? Right. I mean, for uh, for Thai, Thailand, as we talk about, I think much uh, Um, here, hopefully soon, hopefully next year. Mm. Um, I mean, for Singapore, I mean bars they are opens, right? So people could enjoy Nigoni at the bar. They participated in, in uh, Nigoni Week. Um, we also in Indonesia we actually have nearly hundred venues sign up. Um, mm. Like I mentioned just now, some bars got really creative, um, not just making nigoni do the nigoni uh, pie, do the dessert, do the um um I um. actually since one of the bar, well, not this time, um use nigoni as a marinated chickens, right? Marinated chickens. Oh,
0: well,
2: wow, yes. wow! Really? <laughs> yeah, so it was. It was interesting and
0: interesting. Some one. people take it another level, right? Yes,
2: there is. I mean, always, right? And in India, is opened. Um, mm. um, I mean, the bar there opens. Malaysia. They are open as well, but we didn't do much of that um, um because right now we want to make sure that people goes go out responsibly you know and 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 and, and Malaysia we're coming back with Negroni week next year again, um, Vietnam uh we are doing bottles cocktails because they're still in lockdown and hopefully they will opening up soon um and and so on, and yeah I think I think that's it for Southeast Asia and then really hope that. Uh, we can do more uh, Nigoni Week um, um in these periods. Um but for me one of the objective of Nigoni Week is, is to celebrate this Nigoni Week with the one of the most uh, selling cocktail number two in the world mm. and plus also the Nigoni Week the most um, biggest objective right when it found it was actually to also the fundraise to different charity I right? was just mentioning
0: yeah yeah yes. um, so important
2: so yeah I think that is very very important um, mm. um, 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 not don't forget that it's just not just supporting the bars right also while you're supporting the bar by drinking you're yeah, drinking for cost as well so um, like I always say drink it and join mindfulness yeah, mm.
0: yeah. well We've got a few more questions before we wrap up. Um, it's been really great to hear about, about everything Negroni and Campari, but I want to talk about Bangkok, and <laughs> I'm not sure because I so. Interestingly, this is the first time we met, and I I think if COVID hadn't happened, we'd meet a lot more. But yeah, <laughs> have you had a chance to experience Bangkok fully yet,
2: <gasps> Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean, um, well. I mean I was I, I, I live in Singapore for six years before mm. I move officially moved to Bangkok. Right. So um I came to Bangkok a few times for work. Always is one of the few times actually for Nigoni Week. Opening party and closing party, doing master class so and So you've live. seen the good side. Yeah, I I mean mm. yes, I definitely see the good side and and the other side as well right now. So mm. um um I have not really seen much of Bangkok to be honest because um, if some of you know that I actually gave birth last year, March. Um, so I moved to Bangkok on, in February, right? Last year. Mm-hmm. So we moved, I moved here uh, officially because um, my my better half actually been here since uh, one year before me, right? So um, I, I came here in February, we moved house and then... Um, Eighteen March, I gave birth. The next day, as most of you know in Thailand, nineteen March, they locked down completely. Locked down the country. Oh, what a crazy time! <laughs> That's mad. And and um, well, with no s- much support of um, our parents. Uh, you know, our parents they can't come over and so on. I was um, I myself and my husband was actually busy, um learning how to be a parent, you know, so.
0: <laughs> I was talking to Philip, he said actually, it was kind of a good timing because you got to spend so much time enjoying that, yes. right, being a mum and dad. So. Yes,
2: I mean, imagine that this did not happen, mm. I mean, it would be good things, it would be good for everyone else, right, and, and but for us, that a little bit advantageous um, for the lockdown is we, we got to spend more time with the little one and we got to have time to try and error how to be a parent. Um, Imagines that I'm I had to travel mm-hmm. for work as how normally I used to do for my job, right? And I had to learn how to be a mom, so it will be very complicated, right? So I think I think this um, this lockdown um, really got us to become different persons, and I definitely seen different side of Bangkok, right? And learning how to appreciate more, right? Mm-hmm. because I mean some night I. I open up curtains, I look at it outside. Because right now we are still experiencing the curfew, right? It's so quiet, uh, Yeah, it's not empty. always like this,
0: <laughs> trust me.
2: <laughs> it will never be like this, right? I yeah. mean, I remember the, the Bangkok two, three years ago. You hear the tuk you hear car mm-hmm. horn, <laughs> you can hear anything. You can hear music from the tuk and so on, right? Yeah, you can hear fireworks please. because I live next to a river. Um, you know, that was, it was different, right? So I never seen this side, um, both sides. To say, yes, I did not experience a lot of Bangkok, um, but yet I learned how to appreciate Bangkok more now because um, um, now I was like, okay, it's quiet. When you get back to, to normal, the slightly, I say, a crazier Bangkok, this is what people think about Bangkok, right? It's a place mm. for fun, it's for... Um, for uh, going out and so on right and, and you learn how to appreciate both sides and I'm really looking forward when the uh, Bangkok going back to Noma I want to really experiencing like uh, with the family of course and also with friends right mm. uh, um, because that's how you're supposed to enjoy uh, um, any country that you live yeah. True.
0: I mean, the great thing about where we are is we're so close to the beach and you've got the mountains, like a couple hours flight. So we're, we're really spoiled actually. Yes.
2: I mean, people actually like I remember that time um, when many more countries were still in the lockdown, like Singapore, mm. like other countries. Right. My colleague was like, at least you can go to Hua Hin. You can <laughs> yeah, go to true. Pattaya. I mean, we are in one island one country you know um, yeah so that's why I couldn't complain more right I could just say hey just enjoy this moment right enjoy the beach being so quiet because when you get back to normal you will not see that right mm. so I I definitely uh, learn how to appreciate more
0: yeah and we won't show you favouritism so I won't ask what's your favourite bar or restaurant because we can't do that but <laughs> is there any restaurants and bars you're really excited to visit when you can
2: I I I actually did ask my better half before and and and, and, and myself. I'm I'm always um, a fan of not just the the food and drinks. I'm all about atmosphere. I'm hmm. all about um, people, right? As I say, I I it's in my DNA. <laughs> I has hospitality. Was it the good food or not? Was it a good drink or not?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Does it matter? Yes, it is yes, it is oh, definitely somehow matter. But for me the to stay in a restaurant or the bar is is about the whole things, right? I mean I I definitely have few um different places I want to go. I'm very ambitious about that. Um, <laughs> got a list going. <laughs>
0: um
2: I I mean not to selfish I mean look if I said this, you're like, ah, oh, of course you want to Philip, uh, you want to go to Philip Bar again. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, I only been to his bar. I mean, i have a, um a Four Season Bar, um, BKK Social Club. Mm. I think once or twice only.
1: Yeah, I me mean, too, twice. I mean, look,
2: mm. you know how difficult it was um, the timing, right? So, it's one of in one of my wish lists because I didn't go enough, right? But I think one of the place I really want to um. Go back again. I mean, people will be like ah, of course you said this, but because I also know the individual very um not very well, but also like um knowing his um his personality. I I like Gagan. I mean, okay, yeah. Mm. I mean, be like, why is you know? It's not about cocktails but food, right? Um, I never been a foodie until I met Philip, my better half. Hmm. Until I went to Gagan, really. I mean, I've seen him many times outside the restaurants. Um, um, um. always passionately talking about his food restaurant i mean many chefs does that right but um he i see the spark of the um the 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 personality right yeah, yeah. yeah. um he's
0: definitely uh, a special kind of person yes very out there
2: yes correct yeah i mean <laughs> everyone has different side of it but i have to say I like the whole atmosphere of that. Mm. I mean, of course, um, 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 it also depends on the people around you, especially in Gagan, Gagan right? Because the chef table, um, I like the music. Mm. And the the food comes with the music. I mean, the drinks for me, look, yes, I love Negroni, but I also enjoy one or two glasses of wine sometimes, you know? <laughs> I can always make a Negroni at home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Everyone become bartender at home, not just uh, me, right? Yeah. And um and um yeah, that's one of my my, my wish lists. Um and also I want to try again go again more street food in especially in Bangkok. Street food is just so, so Yes. Um, yeah. I could
0: give you some really good oh, recommendations. Oh yeah, I,
2: I heard about Jafai. Jafai,
0: jafai yeah. Jafai. I mean she's such a a legend. She's been around yes. for a long time. Um it's sort of one of those places you go once and that's that sort of, yeah, you tick it off the box.
2: Yeah, it's like a checklist now. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Chinatown is, is amazing. Though. You go to Chinatown, you're spoiled for choice. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. So I think there are some, I mean, many places that I will definitely want to want to go back again. Um, um, let's say, talk about bars, right? Bars, I, I miss many bars, of course. I mean, been to so many of them. No... Say Sharing here is just based on personal, okay? No favour and so on. I think I really um, want to go back to Wadov. Uh, Wadov mm. bar. I mean, um, I love that Negroni. Michele, you, did, you do very good Negroni, just to let you know.
0: I'll <laughs> <laughs> be happy
2: about it. Yeah. yeah um, 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 I that's one thing. And I also want to go to um, Vesper bar. I love Vesper um, and, and many, many in my list. Uh, once it opens, maybe I'll have a, a 10 to 20 to go. And yeah.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, just the one last question to, before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. And it's been a really great show. So thank you once again for coming. Oh,
2: Thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I
0: Recently, um, I've been talking to some bartenders in Vietnam and they're <laughs> obviously going through a really tough lockdown. Worse yeah. than us, actually. Um, but they're actually interested about um, inspiring young female bartenders. And they wanted to sort of um, get your opinion, actually, because I said you were coming on the show, um, about sort of different directions that young bartenders can go. I think a lot of what they've seen is that um, they just they can't see any other sort of route. They just think oh, it's bartended and that's it. But obviously, you're a shining example of someone who started, you know, from the bottom, worked her way up into bartending cocktails and now in this amazing position. So do you have any words of wis- wisdom or advice for?
2: Well, um I think it's very, very simple, right? Um, um, you can't, I mean, I shared before, I mean, outside the room just now, right? I, I never put my um, occupation's uh, wish list to become a bartender, never, right? It happens so naturally, right? And 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 when things happen naturally, it's actually sometimes a good things, right? I think not advice, I think it's more like, really know what you want to do i mean many people say that right but this is is actually very very important i did ask myself before um uh, don't get me wrong after became um one year after became a brand ambassador i said um where do i want to continue not because i don't love the job i love the brand as as you know share for the past one hour how much i love the brand and you know is you are always at the point to ask yourself what do you want to do for the next 12 months? I remember many, many of my job interviews, they always ask, what do you want to do in five years, three years? Chris, don't get me wrong. Like COVID happened. People change jobs, right? So, I mean, don't try to think too hard what you want to do in the next three years. Um, it's, it's, yes, it's definitely important to have a long-term goal, right? Okay, after 50, um, 20 years later, I want to live a comfortable life everyone wants to be right um, after how many years i want to own my own business but i think it's very important to to um to start listing yourself what you want to do for the next one month what do you want to improve yourself right um bec- i mean being a bartender's right there's so many things we have to learn as just as I, I talk to you and um, people customer become smarter Right? They are more, more educated. Now you need to be more like smarter than them. right? So there are so many things that you need to learn. So my advice is don't never stop learning because I think when you stop learning that day, you're actually going backward because everyone is going forward. Um, start setting up yourself short-term goal before you know your long-term goal because um, once you achieve one small thing, you celebrate and you will do more, right? If you set yourself a five-year goal, right, you'll be like, ah, it's only first year. Oh, it's only second year. Oh, it's only third year. You haven't even had the chance to celebrate, and you might give up. So for me, really start setting that one-month goal, the two-month goal, the three-month goal, and knowing until that, you reach to that level that, okay, I think I can see myself more disciplined now. I was set a three years ago. That's when you from a bartender or bar back become a head bartender. From a head bartender, become a manager. Um, um, that not just show your own self-discipline, but also show your your superior that you have that discipline. So that is my my most um, simplest advice. I, I hope it's um, straightforward. Really setting that short-term goal. Celebrate every day when you achieve one thing. Of course, you can celebrate with a Negroni, but yet celebrate yourself saying, you can pound your shoulder and say, oh, well, I did that. And let's set the second one. Let's set the third one. When you know how to make um, a good Negroni already, the next, I want to create a new twist on Negroni. And after that, you say, I want to create a menu,
0: right? Fantastic advice. Thank you so much, Sim. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, to all the listeners, there will be show notes. Um, if you have a look, there'll be links to Campari and obviously Negroni Week as well. Um, it's been such a pleasure to have you here.
2: Well, thank you, mean, It's a pleasure to be here as well to share my own experience and, and Negroni Week. Of course, thank you for everyone who's supporting Negroni Week, not just in Asia, but globally. Yeah, Thank you for having me here, Chris.
0: You're welcome. And uh, hopefully we'll have a cocktail very soon.
2: Yes, please.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Well, that was great. Symphony, thank you so much for joining. Uh, What an epic show. And guys, can't wait to share more of these amazing episodes with you. Uh, Next week, we have an amazing guy called Tim, who has an incredible uh, cocktail delivery service, but it's way beyond that. So um, it's a really interesting talk. He's now one of the largest craft cocktail delivery businesses in America. Uh, the guy has skyrocketed over the last couple of years and it'll be really interesting to hear about that as always guys please like subscribe share and yeah stay connected talk to you all very soon